0: Welcome back to Essential Viewing. This week, we are discussing the newest Marvel film, Spider-Man No Way Home. Be warned, we get into full spoilers around 20 minutes into the episode. If you like to watch along with us, next week we'll be doing a bit of a Christmas special with Essential Viewing flair as we watch the classic uh, Bruce Willis action film, Die Hard. But for now, enjoy our discussion of the newest Spider-Man movie. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Ascent Viewing. I'm your host, Bryce Kramer, joined by
1: Christian Cuevas
0: and Cole Bielen. And today we are discussing the newly released uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is raking in all the money at the box office. <laughs> um, it's the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, and it's the seventh? Yes. Eighth, eighth overall Spider-Man movie, if you include if... Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. Yep. But uh, before we get into that, let's let's do our typical roundtable session where we discuss what we've been watching besides Spider-Man this week. Um, so Chris, why don't why don't you kick us off? You usually have the most interesting uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> movies.
1: Well, um, you know, it's a great of a situation. You know, last week I had a massive round table. You know. A big round uh, table, as Big round said. table. All, week, all your nights were there. Yes. This week I have I have no table at all. I'm sitting in a in a chair and my hands are in my lap. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty sad was your, uh, was your apartment robbed or what
2: you at least going? did you like watch some stuff on youtube at least uh
1: i mean i, I watched <laughs> half of the um the uh leonard skinner documentary what that's on netflix <laughs> um what you're uh, you a big leonard <laughs> skinner fan chris I, I i it looked interesting to me i was like i want to learn about leonard skinner so I, I started watching it you know it's, it's interesting okay <laughs> yeah
0: okay and then halfway through they they, they played sweet home alabama and you're like, i was like all right that's what yeah. i was waiting for I'm out. yeah, yeah like, well, that's all i needed that's well they were talking it. about
1: how like people you know people come up to them and they've heard like sweet home alabama and like like their, their Free classic Bird. songs yeah Freebird. and the guy was like people don't know the depth and width of <laughs> Skinner.
3: <laughs> 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 the width
1: the girth, the girth, of the girth, and the
0: length of the Skinner. The girth, <laughs> the circumference, The, the diameter. diameter. I mean, so like, I enjoyed playing Freebird, and what was that Guitar Hero 2? That's about my yeah. experience with Linux. Yeah. it's like I have ten minutes
2: to kill. Let me queue up Freebird. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that that's absolute. that's my round table. <laughs> Oh, um, that's great. Well, I, uh, somehow my roundtable table is going to surpass Chris's this week and mine wow. is pretty, pretty bare bones to begin with. Um, uh, so I, yeah, I had very little that I actually watched this week. Um, a couple things I'll mention, uh, I've been, I've been kind of plugging my way through succession. I'm on season two. Nice. About halfway oh, through season you finished two. a season. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, um, and so that's, that's been fun. Uh, really enjoying it. The show is like, I remember watching the first episode of season two and thinking, like, "Oh wow, this is like much. It feels much more like a comedy, in a way. Like a like a dark, like you know, business. It's essentially puzzle. a
0: very dark satire. Yes, like, very um, comedic and very dramatic at the same time. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so those some of the recent episodes I've watched have been very good. That's been a fun thing to do with that. You know, it's all, you know each episode is about an hour long. Not not a huge time commitment. And then. The one other film that I watched in its entire this week um, not necessarily my pick, but I <laughs> came home uh, from something Thursday. Princess night. Switch Three. Oh, you're so close, Bryce. I watched Princess Diaries to the Royal Engagements.
0: Oh, oh nice. Man, with great. Grace everything. has been hyping that one up to me. I haven't seen it though. Uh,
2: I feel like Grace would get along very well with members of my household. That's why I was, <laughs> th- this film was on. The one thing I will say about this movie that was like really bizarre especially considering we, we've we been talking about Marvel films and we're watching Spider-Man, is that Stan Lee has a cameo <laughs> for Princess Diaries too? Oh, we, yeah, right? Like, we were sitting on the couch watching it, and there's just this really brief <laughs> scene where like, this couple walks up to someone at this party, and it's Stan Lee and some woman. And I was like, what the hell? Why is Stan
1: Lee? In this? Is
0: this actually a secret Marvel property? I'm going to have to check it
2: out. Yeah, I mean...
1: Doesn't that definitely make it part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah. Like
0: in in a way that Spider Man No
2: Way Home is not, because Stan Lee, yeah. you know, obviously can't do cameos anymore. Yeah. But um I, I actually tried looking it up. Like I went on Reddit and I was like, Why is Stan Lee in this movie? And literally I could not find an explanation. They're just like, Oh, he like he like kind of <laughs> and- wandered onto yeah, the yeah. set one day. I, well, <laughs> I think he might have been friends with like one of the producers, but I was like, Why? Like why did that happen? there's Um.
1: some clip on youtube where some guy is like making like a documentary about like plumbing or something and he's like walking (laughs) on the street recording himself and then like george lucas like is like in the background oh i think i've seen that (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: wow okay well anyways that was that was like the one kind of highlight from watching princess diaries two was that stanley was in it for half a second
0: Uh, how, how many stars cole <laughs> um, I'll get, gi- I, I'd give it like two stars.
1: Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's fitting for
0: yeah it's a half star yeah. more than you gave bond. So it can't be that bad. Right? No, no. That's half star less than I gave bond. It's half star
2: oh, more
1: or half than star I gave- less than bond.
2: Yeah. yeah but you gave
1: more- bond two and a half.
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no, no
1: time to die.
2: No time yeah, to die. Right. Oh no. We gotta get, we gotta move on. Bryce. How was your, okay. Was so your round table.
0: I yes, forgot. Um, <laughs> all, all I watched, all I watched this week was spider-man. Oh, wow. But I watched five Spider-Man. Lots of (laughs) Spider-Man. So last time I had watched um, the original Toby and then the two Time Holland movies. This time I watched the remaining four. So I watched Toby's two and three and Garfield one and two. Um, Oh, Wait, wait. Garfield starring Paul <laughs> Murray? Yeah, yeah, no. Amazing <laughs> no. Spider Man 1 and 2. Yes. Starring Andrew Garfield and Spider Man 2 and 3 starring Tobey Maguire. Wow. Okay. Um, you were like hopping all over the place. Yeah. yeah I, I got the, well, but I always did it. I had to like do a double feature Friday night to get it. Did you
1: play the Spider Man PS2 video games? Which have the full voice cast from the movies?
0: I I did not. I wish I've never played those. I wish I did.
1: But, I but did the... you or did you
2: play this Spider Man PlayStation One with the most lit like
0: video game theme song of all time?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um. All right, join us
0: next week on Essential Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to, we need to have, like...
2: no. We need to have a, a pod a, a standalone podcast episode where we just talk about like like retro like PS One and PS Two
0: games we yeah, played. For real. As kids. Yeah. Um, Okay. Anyways, quick on these Spider-Man movies, real quick here. Um, Spider-Man Two, incredible. Like mm-hmm. that's just an all time classic. Um, yeah. Quick note: Bruce Campbell makes cameos in both Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Three as well. Cool. Um, oh. Kind of funny, fun to see him keep popping up. He's also in the PS2 games. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a Doctor Strange name drop in Spider-Man Two. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. J Jonah Jameson is like trying to come up with a name. For Doc Ock, oh. and they're like, "What if we call him Doctor Strange?" And somebody's like, "Oh no, that name's already taken."
1: Huh.
3: That's um,
0: okay. I didn't. I forgot
1: about that. Yeah. As far as other Which cast is men- a major plot hole, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Joel McHale, you know, of like Community and various uh-huh. other comedies in yeah. Spider-Man Two, he's like this asshole banker that like won't let Aunt May keep her home. Um, mm-hmm. and then a fun thing I didn't realize before is that. Peter has, like, a lot of classes with uh, Dr. Kurt Connors in Spider-Man 2 and 3, mm. who is the lizard from um, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and and so forth. Um, yeah. And I just want to point out, Spider-Man 3 was, I feel like it was a lot better than I remember it being, but Topher Grace's Venom is just it's atrocious yeah it's horrible <laughs>
2: well oh how does it compare well you can't even assess how it compares to
0: tom hardy i thing. have i have not seen the tom hardy movies so i oh. i can't oh really I can't compare yeah. it no yeah but um that's like that's the low point in spider-man 3 for me um yeah amazing spider-man 1 and 2 are like i remember not liking them that much when they came out but i liked them a lot more this time around the main problem with them is that they, just, they feel like these like remakes That have like no need to exist Mm um other than that like they're pretty like decent movies i think the second one's a bit worse than the first one um Mm -hmm. mainly the first the first one is like the first hour is just like retreading the origin which is like you don't need to see that anymore but then the second hour of the first one is pretty Pretty good. Um, I, I feel
2: like we're gonna talk a a bit more about the
0: like old Spider-Man films later when we're yeah. actually talking about No Way Home. But, but yeah, no, this so is, this is just good just a pre-amble. quick. I'm trying to do a quick overview ramble here. Um, yeah. So anyway, they're, they're better than I remember, but um, nothing too special. And I'd like to introduce a very brief new segment of the podcast called oh. um, the Roosevelt Island Cable Car Site. Yes. yes. Oh yes. With yes. with Bryce <laughs> Kramer. Um, so we I first saw it in Leon the Professional. We saw it in Scarface. Yes, I saw it in Spider-Man One, and we got two more to name this week. Mm-hmm. It was in both The Amazing Spider-Man Two, and briefly in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. So the I mean, cable like, you know... car makes an appearance in all Spider-Man franchises. Um, yeah. In, in
1: like the first. We in have in what's
2: our no Way home as well.
1: We've we've we, done three this movies. This is three. In a row. This is like this is our Durango streak. Yeah, we can't, we yeah. can't break the streak. Like,
0: so yeah. if if any of you listeners out there know other movies that have the Roosevelt Island cable car in it, please please let us know so we can we can keep this streak <laughs> yes. going. We may have We're to ready. like shift some picks around, you know, just to to keep this going. But I'm gonna be keeping my eye out for it. It kind of it almost feels like one of those like you know, Berenstein Berenstein Bear situations where like. I didn't know this thing existed, but now that I know it does, I'm just like seeing it everywhere. I don't know. It's it's Wait, very what are you strange. Ta- what are you talking about, the Berenstein Bears? Well, it's what like a lot that? of a lot of Well you never heard of it? It was like people It's the Mandela it like Beren, effect. People like thought it was like the Berenstein Bears, but it was actually Stein or like Oh it's the Mandela the other way around. effect. And it's like me, it's like I did not believe that this cable car existed despite having, you know, seen all these movies before. Oh, okay. But now that like I've noticed it, like I keep seeing I see. it so, like to me my Mandela effect is like, oh no, this thing doesn't exist. Okay. but now like in all I... these movies I've previously seen I maybe keep I haven't heard the, the it. There's, bears there's a
1: whole I movie have... um the Mandela effect where this Berenstein bears things like a central plot point um, what the, fuck? The, <laughs> the, the where the well. main character discovers that like the, the world is not, it's
0: yeah. not real. I haven't seen the movie, but I, I know I know a lot about the Mandela effect. Huh. Um, well, we'll have to maybe that'll be next. And week it's too. called the Mandela effect because like people thought Nelson Mandela was like dead or something when he yeah. He oh really was okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, I think I heard of that. Anyway, <laughs> but anyways, we've been
0: rambling here for a bit at the beginning. Um, let's jump into the episode. We're gonna give a very brief overview, and then give like our initial spoiler-free first impressions, mm-hmm. and then after that, we're gonna get into like full spoiler territory because I think this is a movie that. Um, at least for me, it really benefits from, like, you know, not knowing what's going on when you're going into it. Um, but just a very brief overview of the plot. I'll I'll, I'll give it this time. Um, mm. No spoilers. Following from the events of the last one, um, Spider-Man Far From Home, um, Mysterio in the last movie revealed Peter Parker's identity. Um, this kind of causes his life to to spiral out of control as he kind of becomes his big name and people are stalking him and he can't get into college and whatnot. Um, so he, he he teams up with Doctor Strange like to, to do this spell to, in order to um, make everybody forget who he is. The spell goes wrong. Um, past villains start appearing in their world, and villains from past Spider-Man movies start appearing in their world and start causing havoc. Um, so that's the very basic overview without any spoilers. It's hard to go far into this without getting spoilers. So that's that's the basic premise. Um, so what did you guys what did you guys think? <laughs> uh chris do you want to start us chris, off? Let, let's start with you <laughs>
1: yeah well you know if, if if you guys are the the, the ghosts of of marvel future and, and marvel past then you know for the length of this podcast i've been robert downey scrooge um Wait, where is this going <laughs> <laughs> but um you know i i actually uh you know, I think this movie, I kind of was getting a taste of the Marvel spirit this time. Wow. Know? Oh.
0: I, I, I... I was so nervous coming into this. I thought Chris was just yeah. going to be smashing my face. Oh, I was about to make a spoiler reference. Chris so. has Chris has uh, turned from being a
1: heel. He is now a Marvel face. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, like, you know, you, you think about, like, the, the, the idea of, like, the Marvel... Disney Marvel movies, right? Like, what purpose do they exist to serve, right? And the idea is to, like, you know, it's you know, we, we can think about, like, the Sam, Ravey, Sam Raimi movies, or, you know, we can think about other superhero kind of franchises like the Crystal and Batman movies. They all exist for different reasons, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the reason that Marvel, the Disney Marvel franchise exists is to be as fun as possible.
3: Can't
1: to do to as make m- a lot of cash. To make a lot of money, right? <laughs> yeah. To do as much fan service as possible, to do as much like nostalgia kind of play as possible mm. um and i think when you think about the marvel concept the disney marvel concept i feel like this movie was like the best iteration of it like i, I feel like this movie like it, it did all those things that these disney marvel movies set out to do and it did them better i think mm. than any of the other movies have wow done. it's like the perfect execution of the disney marvel idea like you could not have a better execution of like the vision that these movies—that means are this has to, to at least
0: to. be a three and a half star from Chris, then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> at least, <laughs> at, least. <laughs> at least. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it. You know, coming in, I was medium bullish because, <laughs> you know, I I I I have liked these Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, you know, I I feel like they've been a, as I said Hot last take. time. Hot take from Chris there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they've been a bright spot in like the Marvel, the Disney Marvel sort of mega franchise overall um mm. so yeah and coming in I, my expectations were medium bullish and i i would say this movie exceeded my expectations to be honest oh wow yeah. um wow. <clears throat> i had a great time watching it it was a lot of fun and you know we'll get into some of the the big moments later but mm. uh it was a good time and it was a raucous audience at the uh yeah. at the beautiful amc 34th street right across from uh, the historic madison square garden here in new wow. york city um so it was a it was a great venue in the Dolby cinema, of course. Nice. Um that Dolby that Dolby video gets me every time. You know, in the cinema, this was black. Uh it gets me every time. Now this is black. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was it was fun.
0: Nice. All right, cool. I'll let you go next. Um yeah, I think I, I agree with
2: Chris on a lot of his points. This movie was was a ton of fun. Um I think that yeah, it, it the best kind of description I I saw for it online was I think in a review from IGN and it said yeah. that it, it's like a perfect combination of like Saturday morning cartoon and like Marvel MCU fair, um, and, and I think that's
0: a, pr- a pretty good description. Like I think it was like Spider Man cartoon plus like Marvel drama. Yes, that's what they
2: said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the movie's super fun. The the fact that it's you know it's pulling on these other um spider-man films that have existed before especially as someone i think all three of us can say we're big fans of the original uh like sam raimi spider-man trilogy yeah um or at least the first two films i know <laughs> Bryce, you were talking about spider-man <laughs> 3 and his it, it and was qualities. better
0: than i remember i was like about to not watch it but uh uh-huh. it, 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 it um, still stood up but yeah so in in that regard like it was it was a lot
2: of fun um there are some uh, reveals and things that we'll get into once we get into the spoiler zone of this episode. But um that, that were like were great reveals. Uh the yeah, it, it's it's definitely like kind of peak Marvel like quippy one liners and and like little and like lots of fan service. But I think if you accept that and are just there for a good time, you'll have a good time. Um I, I was I definitely enjoyed it and I think I'm actually going to be seeing it
0: again this week.
2: Oh, um, that's that's how much I I'll I,
0: probably I, see I, it again at home like when I'm with my
1: mom and family and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um but, yeah. but you, you're going to see it again just because you want to see it again? Or are you going to? Well,
2: I, I'm also I saw it myself uh, Thursday night this week oh, on, on opening night. And I unfortunately I was not able to get a, a a seat in one of the Dolby or IMAX theaters I had. I just saw it on the original like digital. Um, so I'm hoping to go see it uh, Tuesday night with my girlfriend and hopefully get it in in uh dolby
1: oh uh, it really pops in dolby I yeah mean, it, yeah it,
2: but yeah so I'm, I'm i'm that's how
0: much i liked it. Is
1: i i don't
2: often see movies twice in the in the theater um and this one
0: i think warrants it so I'm, I'm gonna be seeing it again this week yeah so i i don't think i can really say much more than has already been said um i think it's just a given you know that i was gonna gonna love this movie <laughs> you know as long as it was good <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it was it was spectacular. Um. It very you wouldn't much... say it's, a, it's amazing bryce it was no there's also a spectacular spider-man um, uh, that's another okay. one of the the not, um adjectives uh, i'm not i'm not an english major okay <laughs>
3: no.
1: well there's only one adjective that matters here on essential viewing and i think you guys know what it is
2: ham-fisted no essential oh <laughs> Nah, it's ham-fisted. <laughs> it's ham-fisted. it's oh, like a that's verb. Um, An adverb. Any, but anyways, know, hamfistedly. Um,
0: this this I was I was nervous coming to this podcast because this very much felt like Spider-Man Endgame. Um yeah. 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 In terms of like bringing back, you know, Spider-Man villains from the past and kind of like, you know, wrapping up and giving Closure of these past movies and past series, so I'm really glad that I rewatched, you know, all of them before mm-hmm. going into this. I was about to not watch the Andrew Garfield ones, but I'm pretty glad I did.
1: Um, I, I feel like it, more than Spider-Man: Endgame, it felt it felt like superhero comic book fan culture of the last twenty five years. Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, uh we'll get more into that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, so. More than just that, like this is a very extremely entertaining movie throughout. I think like there's also some like scenes and shots that are like really well composed and like very well um what's the word like I'm looking for? Shit. Essential. <laughs> <laughs> Ham fisted. <laughs> suspenseful. Okay, uh, like, was, there's like I some very close. suspenseful segments that are like very impactful to me and like it's a very dramatic movie also, like very emotional. Um mm-hmm i wasn't expecting it like to go that that intense that it did which we'll get into that in the spoiler zone but um you know as far as like drama entertainment comedy action like much like Endgame for me you know this this kind of this does it all and i and i just had a fantastic time in the theater i too was in like a i saw it in a laser imax um oh. open not opening night saturday night screening was a, a packed theater so everybody's having a great time in there i think i mentioned in the Endgame podcast i was like I don't know when this experience, you know, was like a packed theater, everybody going crazy, is going to happen again. It and happened I guess here. It happened here only what like two or three years later. They 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 did it again. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of spectacular and amazing that they they once again pulled it off. Yeah. Um, so that being said, I think from here on out we're going to go full spoiler zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I,
2: I think maybe what we should start with first Bryce, is who who stars in this
1: film? Who's in this movie? <laughs> Yeah, so this movie—that's kind of a spoiler. Well, um, I'll, don't say everyone who's in it yet. Just okay, okay. Well, it let's start with the uh,
0: non-spoiler cast: Tom Holland, Zendaya, to Cumberbatch, Jacob, Batalon, John Favaro. Those are like the people returning from, you know, or I guess the Tom Holland MCU films, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in some of the trailers, we saw a lot of the villains coming back, such as um, Jamie Fox as Electro. Uh, Alfred Molina as Doctor Octavius is a big one. Um, the legendary, Will the Dafoe. legendary Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe as Norman oh, Osborn Green yeah. Goblin. Um, and then what? There's that one dude that plays Sandman. Uh, some,
1: something, something Curtis, something. N- Hayden,
0: no, not Hayden Christensen. It's
1: like Curtis, yeah, it's something, Hayden, something, Hayden, something. no,
0: Hayden Thomas Hayden Church. That's
2: his yeah. Name. Wait, what?
1: Who's who is the Curtis I'm thinking
0: of? And then um. The guy that plays uh, the lizard—I don't know
1: his yeah, name uh, either.
2: He, he's
1: <laughs> a yeah. Welsh guy.
2: Ears and and of brain. course,
0: who can forget? Even better than Willem Dafoe, the incredible J.K. Simmons yeah. Yeah. Oh my as J. Jonah Jameson, I, who has a much the, expanded role in this movie. The, um, the best—the best thing
2: is like, okay, so they have this whole multiverse thing that goes on in in No Way Home, and they but have, in every universe, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's always J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah. Although
1: I, I like how. Um, how oh, now jay jones is like a yeah, alex Johnson. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah and and, <laughs> and he,
2: you, you get to see his like progression as like a small time like yeah he's, he's just a guy in
0: his home with a green screen then like he gets yeah. like a full, a full set, set and like yeah. helicopters
3: and shit. Yeah. Yeah. shit over the
0: course of like a like a few months or something like that yeah. yeah and one of my favorite my favorite jokes from this is when he's trying to sell his like dietary supplements <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs>
2: just like alex Jones. <laughs> yeah oh man um but yeah so and then i guess do we want to reveal the the other cast members now chris or do you think we should ex- uh, talk a bit more about the the original or the the first set of folks well let's just um, let's
1: just let's just go follow the course of the movie and we get okay. there when we get there i think okay
0: yeah so i think um the first person that shows up, right, is Alfred Molina as Doc. Yeah, Ock. yeah. I, I want to say this,
2: so I, I think maybe we can agree. Willem Dafoe is like magnetic again as yeah. as Norman osborne Alfred Molina is like a is a close second. I thought yeah. he was fantastic in here. I'm I'm a big fan of I guess the Doc Ock character, and I thought he was great when he showed up the first time. I thought he was great throughout the whole film. Um was pretty amazed actually one alfred molina is an english actor i didn't know that until uh like after seeing the movie and i think he was like a a lot of him was cg or like deep faked or something and i
0: i'm sure he's much older now they tried to make him kind of look the same age as back in spider-man 2 yeah but i i honestly couldn't really
2: tell when when what during the movie i was really impressed by that actually he looked great um on screen and and sounded great and was like just as menacing as he was in in the uh, original spider-man and the, the
0: reveal Man. like in that first fight when like peter just like takes control yeah <laughs> yeah he a robot arm bluetooth to it it's just like that was just like such a crazy moment um mm-hmm. a lot of the, like the older spider-man movies are more so based on like um genetic manipulation and like experimentation on humans right? whereas like these new ones are very much like technology yeah you know so like it's software. kind of interesting seeing those two <laughs> those two different styles kind of merge and yeah and come together here
1: um yeah i feel like the, the og movies they had they're, they're kind of almost like body horror kind of mm-hmm. almost um yeah whereas these these new ones don't go anywhere close to that territory at all right um yeah everything is very soft software based um everyone's Butter. powers
0: Going forward, we might be seeing a change from that. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but to be discussed later um, in the multiverse of madness. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, I guess that's a quick doc. Right at the end of that scene, oh, the goblin. Yeah, appears. and they do him. They do
2: him dirty too. He's on
0: the he's on the screen for like two seconds, and then, like and then, I'm, getting, and then, I'm getting I'm getting exactly so hyped. Right. My hands are like covering my mouth. I'm like, oh my god, he's back! Uh-huh. And then like Peter gets ported out of there. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted that fight um and then then you get more of him later but that's just like such an agonizing tease right there <laughs> yeah um and then okay and then i guess kind of greater plot points
2: is the all these character the whole like premise is that this spell that dr strange casts it like br- starts to it gets messed up and it brings in characters or people from other the other people in the multiverse that know that peter parker is spider-man and so that's how you get his kind of like greater rogues gallery from the previous yes. films um and then it becomes kind of a like it, it felt very much like the the gotta the, catch the, them all yeah like pokemon <laughs> or
0: like the spider-man video game for the ps4 from yeah where you're, you're hunting down all the sinister six guys got to get them back in containment when they break out of the raft yeah, yeah. and and so he has to after he captures um <clears throat> doc ock
2: and then uh, Doctor Strange just, like, captures the lizard up front because no one really gives a shit about the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, which like, Can that, I that's... say
1: that the shots of the lizard standing there in his, like, little containment room were, uh, like, nightmare fuel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, every time they showed the lizard standing there in, in the cage, like, the way that it was, it was, like, so dark. Also, the first uh-huh. time you see the lizard, it's, like, some, like, hereditary type, like, like, he's like in the shadows, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he like pops up. Like, every time he's talking and the voice and the way it's facing me, terrifying. Oh,
0: man, wow. you gotta You gotta revisit Amazing Spider Man 1, then, Chris. You're talking about body horror, and there's like a lot of like him transforming back and forth from being lizard to human and like tails oh, coming off and being regrown. And like, I actually limbs. never have
1: seen any of those. I gotta see yeah. those. I,
0: like, like I many so- limbs become removed in that movie and like grow back and like, yeah. oh. If you like the body horror and you like the Spider-Man, that's that's a good one for it. (laughs) Um,
2: But yeah, and then so he has to capture, I guess, in that order. Or he captures Doc Ock, and then the Lizard's already there because the Lizard's, like, really sidelined in this. Um, And then he goes to capture, or he goes to find a disturbance. He's on the hunt for the Green Goblin. We're made to think it's Green Goblin, but then he finds... Electro, Electro and, and, Sandman. and Sandman. Yeah. Um and there's kind of a fun moment where where uh Tom Holland's Spider-Man kind of like teams up against uh Electro with or sorry Tom Holland's Spider-Man teams up with yeah. Sandman against Electro in this like fight that's outdoors and there's this one like pretty I I like this shot quite a bit where he's swinging along the power lines and it's yeah. kind of like golden hour. I've seen that shot in a couple of the trailers and it's one of the few shots from the movie that i like remember being like oh this is like a really well composed um shot in the film which i feel like you don't get very often in the mcu movies i
1: have to say like one thing that struck me about this movie was that um i just felt like i felt like it was such a higher production value Mm -hmm. compared to like you know we were watching avengers endgame and uh uh infinity war this movie just felt so much more like visually like like, stunning to me than those movies did. And I think mm-hmm. that, that this scene that we're talking about was like a highlight of that. Cause, like, I just thought <laughs> that this fight scene was mesmerizing with like the big sand clouds and like the glowing lights from like Jamie Foxx's. Yeah. It's, it's a lot like, and... despite
0: being like big scale with all these people coming back, it's still more focused, you know, cause it's just. Yeah the Spider-Man characters, you, you can follow everything happening on the screen versus, but
1: I'm saying like, just visually like that yeah. scene, it just felt so like, it just, the image just felt so fresh, you know? Like, yeah. I love the way that the light from the electricity looked with the sand and like, just kind of like the tone of the images. It just felt much more cinematic. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, you get,
0: there's this really great moment in that scene when like, right. Sandman teams up with Tom Holland's Peter and you're yeah. like, he's expecting to fight both of them. And like, it draws back to the end of Spider-Man three, because that, Sandman is like who kills Uncle Ben, um, yeah. In the original Sam Raimi mo- movies, and like at the end of Spider-Man three, they kind of have like a reconciliation moment where like mm-hmm. I don't know, they kind of like forgive each other. Sandman doesn't actually die; he just kind of like dusts into the.
1: In the just, very first movie, Sandman is the guy. In the, in the, the, the third, guy? in the Spider-Man three, it's
2: it's reviewed, revealed revealed yeah. in the third film that right Sand that uh, Flint Marco is the the man's name who becomes Sandman, and right, he right. was the one that actually killed. Or was the like actual killer of Uncle yeah. Ben, and that oh, the guy yeah. that Peter hunts down in the first film it was like was his accomplice, like a, yeah. yeah, something oh, like I that. See. I see. So like, there's yeah, this um, really
0: great moment in quite' been through where like Peter like forgives him. I mean, like from then on out, like they're kind of, I mean, until you know we don't see any of that, but they they become friends essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see like this kind of, you weren't expecting it, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't remember it, and then, like that team up is like a really cool, cool moment. I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So then after this sequence
2: where they fight, he captures both Electro, and then he also captures Sandman. Mm-hmm. After they like, I guess he, at, at the end of this battle, after Electro is captured, Sandman is then like kind of becomes threatening and like imposing against Pete, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. But he so went, they... realizes it's not the same Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah. And so they capture him and put him in the little the little supervillain jail, and then. From there, he's basically captured four of the five villains that return from the multiverse or come to the Mm -hmm. to the to the Tom Holland verse. And then um, they have to find the Green Goblin, who actually uh, goes and tries
0: to mack on Aunt May at Feast. (laughs) Um, I love seeing feasts in here because like that's an element from like the comics and and very featured very prominently in like the Spider-Man PlayStation 4 games. Yes. Um, Yeah. You know, Aunt May kind of runs this homeless shelter that helps feed mm-hmm. feed people. Um so it's just a nice little reference to the you know, the, the greater mm-hmm. Spider Man comics without Yeah. And then it, during that, that feast scene,
2: we get to see Willem Dafoe in like a very vulnerable state as the non goblin uh like yeah. Norman Osborne. Yeah. And he's in a very conveniently colored outfit. A, yes. <laughs> like green hoodie with like a purple trench coat. Yeah. Um, which comes into play later as he gets a re he gets becomes like a re-skinned green
0: goblin. Um, oh we forgot to say the scene when like right he,
2: he
3: takes the... off his
0: mask, he takes uh-huh. off his costume, he like oh. he smashes it. He's like, Yeah, I hate you goblin. Like he kind of scurries off while the goblin's like talking in his head like no, no, you <laughs> Yeah. You say, are evil. I so I thought the the final. I,
2: I guess we'll say so the Green Goblin gets like a a redesign, character redesign in this, and I would I it looks good. I still am a big fan of like the original Sam Raimi yeah. like battle armor Green. Goblin it, it looks yeah.
0: like it definitely looks kind of campy. I mean that's yeah. part of the fun of it. Like it doesn't look like uh uh-huh. super good. It, it kind of looks like you know a Halloween costume. They, they kind of
1: they kind of yeah. toned it down because I yeah. I remember watching those the, like the, the the original one and. The the sight of Green Goblin was like he looked pretty, like he was gonna kill you. You know. Yeah, I mean? he's like, pretty scary. I mean, like the like first thing he does, around.
0: like in those movies, is like drop the the the, the pumpkin bomb on yeah, some and guys and like turns them into skeletons. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was, oh, yeah, I was I looking for about that. that. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah,
1: I was I looking forgot. for that, and I was like, he was
0: zooms in and like kills yeah. everyone from like the Oscorp board. Oh <laughs> my god! It's <laughs> the
1: point not anyone get turned into a skeleton in this movie. I was, I was looking out for that and it did not happen, but <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, and then, and then so they kind of like
2: are able to, he's able to uh, Peter Parker as Tom Holland's Peter Parker is able to rein in the green goblin and 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 kind of like does, doesn't have to fight him. And then the whole rest of the premise of the movie, I, I, he captures all the villains and then I'm like, oh wow, the movie's over. But then <laughs> there's this this kind of beef between him and Dr. Strange where he's like, no, I can cure them. like I don't want to send them back to their timelines. And have them all die because almost all of
0: them like get pulled from their universes right before
1: their death
2: except for at at the hands of
1: spider-man specifically yes
2: but also like uh, this is where the plot holes start to come in because Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of this movie is like relying on maybe like partial memory of the past films because so obviously doc ock dies at the end of spider-man 2 Willem Dafoe as he dies. As
0: Norman Osborn he yeah. dies. Electro I guess. Electro dies. I,
2: I yes. never saw it. The lizard
0: does not die. Lizard doesn't. Lizard like becomes a human again and like gets locked Which, up in prison. So there, well, Did they one... say that though? They didn't they, say they, that. They didn't all necessarily have to be dead. It was just like yeah. it had to be people oh. that knew who Peter Parker was. Okay. So like so a... like Sandman was like, I just want to go home. Like I'm yes, not dead. Sandman. Like I'm living yes. with my family. Like get me out of here. Yes, But the other one's okay. like, oh, no, 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 like, um, let's save us. We don't want to just go back and be dead.
2: And and uh, so there therein lies another plot point. You said that the, the, the big thing was that Dr. Yeah. Strange's spell pulls in. Everyone that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Electro did not know that. Yes. <laughs> there's actually a scene later on where he yes. like addresses that <laughs> with uh, the kind of the big, when there's like a bigger reveal. But maybe we'll get into that in a little bit. Um. So there, there, there's like a couple things in terms of like plot holes and like trying to get the, this all to make sense. Yeah, did the,
0: the Electro is the one big one because it's like I just watched it and no, he does not figure it out right after like the Electro fight. Um, Harry Osborn from that universe comes in and he figures out, mm-hmm. oh, like, you're Peter Parker, you're Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I guess they didn't want to have, you know, like three green goblins in this movie. Yeah. Which, that, yeah. That would have been. Which a makes lot. sense. But um, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's I, the one thing. The other thing that kind of bugged me was I feel like Doctor Strange was just being like very like unresponsible in this. Like it almost seems like out of character for him to just kind of like. He's just lending out the magic, just
2: lending out already. the magic, mm-hmm.
0: just like yeah. not having a care in the world.
2: Um, yeah. Well, well there, I, there there is that scene where after he's like, okay, he like Peter's obviously done everything
0: that he can to, try yeah, to like, he, fix. I this guess thing. he kind of sees Peter as like, oh, like he's been through the ringer, like he was fighting Thanos on yeah. another mm-hmm. planet. Like he's like a very mature adult. He knows what he's doing. So like this must be, but it it just felt like, I don't know, out of
3: character. I have Doctor to say Strange, I really you know, like um I really
1: like I haven't seen like the, the Doctor Strange standalone movie, but I do mm-hmm. really like Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. So I oh, definitely no. want to see. I definitely want to see that, and I definitely want to mm. see the, uh, the multiverse of madness, yeah. Yeah. which is going to be a
0: Sam Raimi film.
2: Oh yeah. really? Oh, yeah. oh that, that, that's cool.
0: No, I, I was just gonna say there
2: is that one scene where after Doctor Strange like casts the spell, and then Peter's like, "Oh, I guess I could have called the the recruiter at <laughs> MIT," and he's like, yeah. he did, He's like, "It's very. It felt very much like a a boomer ex." like gen z like yeah. uh mindset like yeah. conflict where he's like oh you didn't bother to make a phone call and now you want me to like cast this magic spell uh-huh. and that, that messes everything up um which is like a funny interaction but but i think you're right it uh there is benedict cumberbatch does a pretty solid job um i couldn't help kind of laughing and thinking about how like both Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch are like English actors and they're both like doing yeah, their best playing like New American York City New York American <laughs> like accents and they're like talking to each other and thinking of them speaking to each other in like their standard like British English. Right. And as soon as they
1: funny. call cut like they're just, just like they have tea Everyone is Britain. going back to their Thompson British accent. tea
2: and biscuits. Yeah. Um anyway, Bryce, can but you Anyway, so the, keep the on next the big
0: thing that happens is they they have everybody collected. Doctor Strange walks in and he's like, "All right, let's send them back um mm-hmm. but peter's like no 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 like we need to help these people you know like this is what we do we help people and then um Strange's like no 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 it's too dangerous like we've already done enough like we've already screwed up the multiverse um so then doctor strange smashes peter into the or the first he smashes the, the him out dimension. of his body um, oh yeah and like there's this very cool moment where like he's able to like, keep this box that contained the spell i don't know some magic mumbo-jumbo <laughs> away from doctor strange because of his spidey sense wasn't it like, like the you...
1: runes of car call or something like that <laughs> some nonsense some
0: some some magic thing but like, you yeah. see like almost like from like the spider-man video games like the indicator like above peter's head in astral form like oh nice that his like spider sense is like tingling you know and, like yeah. if you're playing the game like that's when you hit the counter button right <laughs> because an attack is coming i don't know that was just like <clears throat> a cool little a little detail <clears throat> i noticed um <clears throat> but anyways after that like Peter's able to get back in his body and then um, Doctor Strange kicks him into the mirror dimension this big like mind bending like crazy fight which is like you know something straight out of like you know the The Doctor Doctor Strange Strange movie itself Um, another very cool grandiose scene with like large production value um, yeah, Chris.
2: As like an aside, the that sequence where Spider Man and Doctor Strange are fighting—that's like the entirety of the original Doctor Strange film.
1: Yeah, it's I like, like it. It's kind of it's kind of psychedelic and kind of. I, like, I was, I mean, I thought it was super cool. Like, especially mm-hmm. when you know the train is going through the like the inverted New York, and they're like, yeah. You know, I, I just felt again like it just felt so big. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you come, you you watch a big movie on 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 the Dolby Cinema. Like, you want to see these big like wild images that like it's it's a
0: big wild scene but it's still focused because it's just spider-man versus dr strange and and
1: and and and, uh spider-man is able to use the the power of 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 geometry (laughs) yes to to defeat magic um by by calculating the the radius
2: (laughs) yeah and the circumference
1: (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous but it's, it's
2: funny it's yeah yeah uh. um so at, with doctor strange out of the picture after this mirror dimension fight uh they <laughs> um he takes peter parker takes all of the super villains to john favreau's long island city condo <laughs> right um, this, this is ha- probably
0: my favorite scene from the movie yeah <laughs> where he
2: attempts to cure them all with this special 3d printer that he has in his back storage unit um and there's you know kind of witty banter between all the characters uh
0: before going forward i want to say i really liked jamie fox yes his. i thought his they, they definitely like great. redeem him from amazing Spider-Man too because he's just like he's <laughs> a joke in that movie like they, they make yeah. a line where he's like oh like you got a new haircut like a new beard like
1: yeah. a new edge. Yeah. like he's a much cooler well yeah it's funny because like it, like he's in, in this version he's like just jamie fox basically i know that he's yeah. like a like a weird like he's oh. like a
2: like (laughs) if you want to laugh look at pictures of jamie fox no i've I've seen it he looks ridiculous (laughs) he has like a comb over and like glasses are crooked and here he just looks like normal jamie fox and i liked like they kind of he kind of says he's like oh there's a different energy in this universe yeah he's like i I do
0: i do not want to go home he's like and
3: they don't
2: they kind of like explain away like don't worry about it like he looks totally different like his hair is back and like he's like jacked and handsome and like um,
3: he was it's... like in this <laughs> universe i can
1: spit some game
2: you know yeah right like, that's <laughs> so that I, I like that they kind of like address that slightly in this yeah. movie, movie where they're like yeah don't worry about it like he looks great he's a cooler version of electro and and it, it, he it gets that arc
0: of... reactor power up
3: yeah he was
2: it was it was a fun time to see him uh in that like uh on screen like kind of bantering with the other villains um mm-hmm. and then uh and then We can't talk about the the Long Island City
0: condo scene without that really excellent spider sense. Yeah. That's what I was kind of alluding to in my initial reaction. Mm -hmm. I was like, this the suspense in this moment right here, like this whole scene, I'm just like, there are like five villains in this small enclosed condo. Like, you know, it's only a matter of time Mm -hmm. before like everything just goes to shit. Like I'm just like counting the seconds before like everything just blows up and like, you know goes back in their face there's this incredible moment where like the spider's sense starts tingling Mm -hmm. but he doesn't know right away who it is because like you know there's five villains (laughs) in the room with him um i don't know how long that sequence goes on but kind of all like the sound decreases like it's just like this tracking shot you know on tom holland as he's like scoping out the room like trying to figure out what it is and then he (laughs) zoom web shoots willem dafoe and mm-hmm. then it's kind of this this great reveal, like, oh, he's has in goblin, goblin mode yeah. Yeah. the whole time, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then and then the the fight scene that ensues I thought was very interesting because I feel like a lot of the um the fight scenes in in the Marvel films and even the or like hand to hand one on one scenes are are kind of you know lackluster. But in this yeah, case, I think
0: um Winter Soldier <laughs> is a good exception to that. But okay, yes, I agree with you for uh, most of but, that. But but in <laughs> this case,
2: Willem Dafoe busts out like the wwe yeah. like, suplex. Yeah. like he's, he's like <laughs> picking up tom holland and smashing him through like floors in this apartment building it was like watching a wrestling match and i yes. really it felt like very like yeah. visceral it and felt very, brutal yeah and i was like you don't get in the original even in the sam raimi films you just see the green goblin flying around on the you gliders. don't get those fists
1: the cuffs like that They're yeah like, and yeah.
2: i really liked that that fight scene um, and it eventually like they descend down the floor by floor of this apartment building. And then the other villains kind of like either escape for some reason, the lizard is just outside in a moving truck. <laughs> <laughs> again, he's kind of he's really
0: sidelined because no one cares. I and, do. And- we got to mention too that um, Doc Ocklick actually does get cured during mm-hmm. the yeah. sequence, you know, he and he just kind of
2: runs away. Uh, so you don't really know what happens to him after the scene. Yeah. Um, i do want
1: to mention like right rewinding the beginning of the scene i thought it was really funny like the security camera shot where like he's watching <laughs> the apartment and like all the bad guys are like coming behind him it's, like, he's, like, and happy calls him up on his cell
0: phone <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah um but yeah and then and then ultimately that scene ends with um uh, marissa tomei's aunt may sadly being being uh, cut down by by um norman osborne by glider, his glider. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah very much the it, same very similar to how you know Norman Osborne dies, like
2: in the yeah, But
1: again, movie. it was like the PG version of it, because like that yes. glider in the OG Spider movies, that glider would mess you up. I mean, it would yeah. go through your intestines. And yeah. she just kind of gets like bumped by the glider, like... and
2: then is bleeding from like an unknown place, yeah. and kind of lays down and goes to sleep. I, I mean, remember
1: after getting glider...
0: bumped by the glider, then she gets like a, a bomb, you know, within like, oh yeah, a couple feet of her, right?
1: Right, but the the glider, the 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 the. The blades on that thing were so sharp i mean mm-hmm. i remember watching those movies and just being like horrified by that glider you know like that yeah. thing gets you, you the, the main
0: i mean i think the only person that really gets stabbed with it is norman osborn himself yeah. like he turned he, he the blends extrude um tries to get spider-man with Spider experiment like a backflip to just avoid himself and then it just impales norman like right in his yeah his stomach yeah. and it's just brutal And you like you see the whole thing happen
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, so, Mar- so Marissa Tomei sadly passes. Uh, Jamie Foxx cannot spit any game at her, unfortunately. <laughs> we don't get to see any of those
0: moments. Um, and It's a uh, super like, it's a very back and forth in that scene. Because like you think, oh, they're not like at first you think, yeah, she's dead. Like she got hit by the glider. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like go back on it. She gets up. She's walking around. You're like, oh, thank God. like
1: yeah
0: She's alive. But then eventually um, she utters she finally says the line um, yeah which tom yeah. holland hasn't heard so far she, you know she says that with great power there um, must also come great must, must also come great responsibility um and then after saying those words you know oh whenever somebody says this to spider-man <laughs> yeah they they die in the next in the next couple of moments and then she very i thought it was a very touching very sad moment when she she passes away there i don't know what you how how, how bad it, it, it impacted you Is
1: the thing that was impressive to me about it was that like it really was like a, they like held that moment for some time. I mean, yes, he spent yeah. he spent quite some time there trying to like get her to wake up. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't it, it wasn't the usual. It was,
0: it was pretty reminiscent of when Tony Stark dies or when. Yeah, Peter, you know, um, dusts away, you know, an Infinity yeah. War Endgame, like they're kind of they're holding each other. But in this one, it's, it, it is it is even longer than in both yeah, of those
1: cases. And I, and yeah, and I didn't, you know, I think like the thing that's that bothers has bothered me in the past about these Marvel movies is that like, you'll have a character die and then you'll have this like jarring like tone switch to like some, you know, comic relief type thing shortly mm-hmm. after that. And I just felt like in this movie, like, you know, that I feel like they gave that moment the breathing room that it needed. And there's yeah, this
0: long extended sequence where like he is watching J. Jonah Jameson like report on it yeah, from a billboard yeah. and he's just sitting there like, yeah exactly In dumb dumbfoundedness but also like like, his friends can't find him and he's like sulking on this roof for like yes a Mm -hmm. solid chunk of time but
1: the other thing too is like it it, that moment like i felt like it really changed like the trajectory of his character for the rest of the movie and it changed his like it changed his mindset in a way that made it feel like okay like this is serious like this has some like real weight like it's affected him you know Mm -hmm. in a way that like feels realistic um, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree. I think that um, it was the scene was it had that emotional impact. It what did feel a little sanitized, kind of like you were saying, Chris, where yeah. like the gl- like the glider, she gets like. Obviously, like, these films aren't going to show that, but but it, it it I you know. I mean, Sam the, Raimi
1: it, was showing it. Yeah, <laughs> but th- that's
0: not on brand for the no, the Marvel, for sure, for sure, yeah. And the, the poor ten year old kid next to me in the theater was just. He was losing it. Oh, oh no. It was heartbreaking. Like, he was like, no, not hot Aunt May. <laughs> okay, okay, hang on. Real quick aside here. <laughs> oh boy. Like, right before the movie started, I was at an AMC and there was like this segment where like Nicole Kidman walks up and she's uh-huh. like, hey, "Yeah, I'm so happy to be back at the movies. Yeah. And during this segment, the same kid that's crying a lot during the Marissa May segment just <laughs> says to, who, to his little friend or his little brother or whatever, she's like, wow she's a milf (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: these kids these days
0: like no older than like 10 or 11 or whatever (laughs) oh
1: You should have turned and be like, What you know about MILFs, son? <laughs> grizzled, grizzled Bryce sitting next to the 10 year old's name.
2: Say, You want to talk about MILFs? <laughs> it's like, Wait till you see Aunt May. Oh, man. So uh, that, that moment really rails. impacted that
0: kid when, when Marisato May gets killed.
2: Um, so, so, anyway, the, I think that probably some, one of the greatest kind of like reveal moments in the film occurs after the marissa tomei death where um yes zendaya and jacob batalon's character yeah. are kind of nah. away somewhere and they're trying to recall they're, they're in
0: like ned's grandma's or mom's house or something like that um yeah like, and they
2: recall they're trying to get he ned finds out he can perform some dr strange well he's magic. stolen
1: uh Doctor so Strange's brass knuckles, the, of the magic sling, the sling ring, brass yes.
2: <laughs> and um, and they're trying to bring Peter Parker back, and it, they open up a portal and they see Spider Man, and he hops through, and who is it other than Andrew Garfield's Spider Man? Um,
1: which I think and was And my crowd is is cheering going yeah, they're, they're they're cheering cra- like crazy, and I was
2: like, well, I only saw one of his movies, so I, I it was like a nice. <laughs> I was
1: just like, I was like, in that moment, I wasn't everyone was cheering. I was like, all right, let's just let's just focus on the real. <laughs> yeah the real reveal that Let's we focus want. on the mission here yeah <laughs> and then after they have
2: some you know kind of an extended scene of like them trying to suss out whether or not he's really spider-man yeah um they get what we all were what, why we all went to the theater and we get the return of the great toby mcguire uh yeah. hopping through the portal in like a bomber jacket and yeah <laughs> and which i thought his, was his a, youth- a little dis- his youth pastor, pastor outfit yeah I, i'll be honest i was a little disappointed he wasn't suited up when yeah after the portal um but you you do get to see him uh in his in his classic uh sam Raimi like webbed leather suit
3: spider-man costume yeah, yeah.
0: later on it's like are you gonna go into battle dressed as a youth pastor and it's like oh no, no i got my i got my costume down here um, um I, I like seeing toby pop through you know, without having to unmask himself you know it's yeah of, yeah there's Toby. yeah
1: okay let me just say that like i had a mental image in my head of <laughs> okay <Colby> mcguire <laughs> and it was destroyed
3: wait <laughs> you know? oh, oh just because oh, like he's oh, so oh. much older now
1: yeah like his mental image in my head was like you know hem in those movies right and like obviously uh-huh. time has passed but He's like 46
0: now yes which is wild
1: and like look i, I mean know, about
0: I... about 20 years have passed right yeah yes. since oh, the original spider-man one
1: yeah mm-hmm. one thing i have to say is like andrew garfield like he looks the same <laughs> well yeah but not even just how they look just like the performances like andrew garfield he felt like he was still like in the context of playing that role Yep. you know what I'm saying and yeah. it felt like he was like all right I'm just you know like putting this on again and, and like doing the thing again Toby Maguire it was like they called him at the golf course <laughs> and he was like you guys are gonna pay me three million to do that again uh, all right <laughs> like, yeah
0: I mean, he, he has been like acting like, in a very very limited capacity uh capacity so
1: he's of, like, like a- he has like has, he hadn't acted anything for like even like between this like his last thing was like the boss baby. S- well yeah, but his last like, I mean, like, like male role role was seven was, like, great, six years great ago. gatsby, something like that. The I last movie I, he started in yeah. was Pawn Sacrifice in twenty fourteen.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, so it's been a while for Toby McGuire. Yeah. I will say it was great seeing him back on the big screen. It was great yes. seeing him reprise the role. Um yes. he did he played kind of like a spider dad like yes version yeah. of Spider Man. Kind of like
0: the um Peter B. Parker role from um into the spider verse, right? Yeah. Where he's he's yeah. kind of this like old, old old man spider. Yeah. He's got
2: this this wisdom and he talks about kind of like controlling your emotions and they each kind of get into their respective like um trials and tribulations as spider men in their different universes, yeah. which is a, a cool moment. And you get some banter and they're they're eventually
0: introduced to I was, Tom Holland. I was really surprised how like long they were both in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be especially Toby, I thought it was gonna just be like a cameo. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna pop end. him
1: back into the portal, and 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 that was gonna be it. <laughs> like, like I, I, I thought yeah. they
0: were. I thought Andrew Garfield might be in a little bit more. I thought it was gonna be a cameo, but like, yeah. I don't know at what point in the movie they come through, but then they are in the movie for the entire remainder. The rest of it, in the, maybe, including maybe the final half, fight scene, maybe a half of the movie or something like that. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was I was very pleased with how long they were in the movie. Yeah, it
1: was it was pretty surprising that they were. It was good. Like that they, mm-hmm. they were there. For, it wasn't just a cameo. Yeah.
0: Um, you also get the great moment when, like, you know, they, they all go to find Spider-Man 1, Tom Holland, <laughs> yeah. on the roof. And, like, they're kind of – he's like, you don't know what I'm feeling. And, like, they are you, Tom Holland.
1: Yeah, it's, exactly. like, classic, like, teenage, like, <laughs> self-centered angst, you know? It's, like yeah. – it's very – I feel – the thing about these movies, that are so interesting, like, especially seeing all three of them together. is like, you know, if you think about, like, the OG Spider-Man movies, like, the idea – the idea in these movies of, like, Spider-Man – and Peter Parker being, like, a child, you know, is, like, so central to the narrative, mm-hmm. I feel like. And, like, that just, like, wasn't really an element that they, they like, really... Um, you know, I, I think he's a college... He's, like, a college student, like, Toby Maguire in those movies. Is like in, in, the first,
0: in the first movie, he's in high school for, like, the first half of the movie. Right, right. If yep. then he graduates. And, like, it's really bad in the high school scenes. Like, everybody's, like, 25 years old. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, and then in the Andrew Garfield movie movies, the second one starts with their high school graduation
1: right uh, but i feel like even in those movies like they don't really necessarily get so much in the idea that, like this is a child this is a yes. person who has the mind of a child you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas that's like a big ass like that's the whole plot of this movie essentially yeah that, like, it's
0: something like like i was saying like the andrew Garfield ones kind of feel like unnecessary remakes yeah. these time holland ones feel very different
2: yeah and very yes. unique from the old ones which is it's a different perspective appreciate. on the character
3: yes. mm-hmm.
2: um so then you get these after this scene where they're introduced and they go to the lab and they're they're in like a high school chemistry lab and they're <laughs> making these like cure, like high tech cures for each of the villains that they can cook up with just like standard reagents that a high school <laughs> chemistry lab has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get th- kind of the, the the thing that I think is like if you're paying your ticket to go see this movie, you're going to see the final fight scene yeah. um, between the three Spider-Men and the remaining bad villains at the statue of liberty yes. um in this like really excellent action set piece um there's a they, they kind of initially butt heads with each other or, like their fight styles don't sync up and eventually they kind of regroup and then they they there's this this pretty it's like uh, the most fan service of service yeah. shots yeah. where the three of them are swinging in and they all land on top of the statue of liberty's head and they're each yeah. in their like respective poses from their yeah. previous films well my, my
0: favorite my favorite point during that is like when they're swinging together and like I think it's Tom Holland like grabs like two of them and like propels them forward like it's like yes. this, this three way swing. I don't know. Yeah, that was just such a cool shot for me. Um, but yeah, so you get you get all of these like little flavors,
2: and I was I was pretty surprised in this scene, like considering you know there are three guys all dressed as Spider Man, and the the suits are unique enough and color differently enough, you can like pretty much tell who is who just from their yeah. suit variations. Yeah, which which I thought was pretty impressive. And getting to see them and like um the 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 little quips and the references to um like each of the respective kind of like films and like also the style of the films like there are bits where um like toby McGuire's spider-man it's like they're like aware that the universe he came from is like very dark and like pretty gritty yeah um in a way like uh what is he? There's there's some lines he talks. They're, about they're fly- freaking
1: out about, about how he he's able to shoot the webs out of his own yes. body, <laughs> which, which, which is pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, that was a great
2: moment. Um, there's a there's that weird scene where uh, Andrew Garfield like cracks his back because he has back pain, and that, apparently-
0: that's a that's a reference to in Spider Man Two. Like he loses his ability to shoot webs. Yeah. Um, and he like falls through the sky when he can't shoot a web, and like he just smashes his back on like oh. a car and like it's yeah. super injured and he's like oh my back uh,
2: apparently also like toby mcguire like had 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 back pains like in real life after filming spider-man 2 and that was supposedly a reference to that as oh well. really um but yeah so that scene was i was like what is happening here because i forgot about the my back bit from spider-man 2 but you get these like kind of fun dynamics well then you
1: get another one where um uh andrew garfield is like kind of getting down on himself about, oh. and then and then toby's like you're amazing yeah you're amazing <laughs> yeah he said it was, it like five times just to make sure everyone gets the joke i um, was like
0: andrew garfield kind of like stole the show in some scenes for me honestly because like he's kind of always been the one that like people didn't really care about you know like mm-hmm. chris you know you mentioned you haven't seen either of his movies but um yeah he gets like i don't know if redemption is the right word but like he gets some time to shine in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I enjoyed his performance a N- lot.
2: Notably um, when he saves um yeah.
0: Zendaya's MJ because in the, the Amazing Spider-Man. In, in Amazing two, Spider-Man 2 it's it's more or less like a a shot for shot recreation of um Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy like falling to her death. Yeah. And, like he isn't able to grab her quick enough to save yeah. her. Um And there's, there's a whole moment in this where where MJ's and is about to have the exact same fate, but then um, Andrew Garfield able to swoop in and grab her and he gets kind of gets gets
1: teared up that he was able to do that.
0: For, yeah,
1: I think one of the things that works very well in this movie is that um, they were able to like sort of be respectful of the different kind of aesthetics that each of these Spider-Man franchises have brought. Yep. And like the idea of like recontextualizing these characters within you know the Tom Holland Disney Marvel Spider-Verse but still like having that that awareness of like okay like there's the subtle differences and also the not so subtle differences between each iteration of the character and like yeah. the interplay between like those dynamics you know that and also that the same thing happened with like The villains like in that you have that great scene way earlier in the movie where all the villains are being collected in Doctor Strange's basement right?
0: When Norman Osborn Mm -hmm. and Otto Octavius kind of have their yeah interchange with each other yeah
1: and it's like all the villains they everyone feels like they are coming from their movies you know what I'm saying it's not like they're all just here in Marvel Cinematic Universe like they still feel like they've come out of their movies so it kind of like even helps you even more like think about those movies and the style of those movies because they feel like they've literally just been pulled out Mm -hmm. of the respective movies that they came from you know i thought that was like that's a hard i feel like it's a very difficult thing to pull off because it's very subtle yeah you know but they actually pulled it off really well and that made this whole blending of all the multiverse spider-man thing work Mm -hmm. as well as it did yeah the i
2: i I think that um again I'm, i'm always impressed with how kevin feige and like the greater mcu machine is able to like wrangle all of these different uh, like previous films and kind of combine combine them together and make them yeah. work.
0: Um, and especially I... here because you know, actually Kevin Feige did actually have a hand like in the original Sam Raimi movies. Like he oh, was like I didn't know that. a very low level like I don't know production assistant is the, is the yeah. right thing, but like he, he was he was like a low level guy like uh-huh. working on those movies back in the day. Yeah, he was um... an enforcer on the streets, <laughs> uh, and it, now and now he's like running the whole show. But yeah. it's very
1: interesting because like. You know, this whole thing of having all these different Spider-Man in the same movie, it's almost more of a feat of like legal contract <laughs> negotiation than it yeah. is a feat of filmmaking. You know, it's like wow, they were able to get all the IP law like in order to be able to have all these people. And in the able same to movie. get
0: everybody like to sign on and yeah, it's exactly <laughs> it's and, like, and that even that even comes into
2: play later on in the film because basically after this final fight scene um doc there you know the universe is being like ripped apart and you get to you see little flashes of like other characters that apparently know that peter parker is spider-man i think there's a brief shimmer
0: of like the rhino at some and then i couldn't quite make out who all these people were but like yeah i'm sure if you freeze frame that you'll see a lot more references there um
2: but then and then you know basically to solve that problem uh tom holland's peter parker says to doctor strange to like make everyone forget that they know who peter parker is um which kind of resets and the the time or like the the plot so that now um <laughs> I, I think you know it's it, there's a sad moment where he tries to go and reintroduce himself to zendaya that's such a and, great scene and he decides to not do it because he thinks that she'll be better off without him and uh. then he, he's set up and then i was reading online that basically sony is maybe gonna try to uh, pivot and now retake control, like complete control over Spider-Man. Uh, and they they, can... they
0: they signed on. They've signed on for three more. With M- with the M C with yes. Marvel or yeah. Oh, oh. really? Oh, okay. After, after after um Far From Home came out, it was kind of like people didn't know what was gonna happen. They only had the two solo movies confirmed. Then they got this one. Mm-hmm. And I was reading an interview. They're like, we didn't want people to have that separation anxiety again. So like, we're here to tell you, like, we have three more planned already. Oh. Wow. But well, but Tom
1: Holland. It's oh no go ahead I was, no go ahead Chris Chris ahead. I was yeah, say, Tom, Tom Holland, Holland
0: was like I don't want to be playing
1: spider-man well he I'm said he wants to take 40. a break from acting so he can have kids he's gonna oh he, boy yeah he wants to start a family
2: have some babies. yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> um but but yeah, I mean that the, this the future of the franchise is very interesting, especially with the Sony machine cranking out these like pretty uh, Venom, middling Morbius. Venom and yeah, this is apparently super
1: hyped. Yo, Morbius. Morbius looks pretty lit. You got Jared Leto, you got
2: Tyrese Gibson, like, I, I, I you got I Michael really, Keaton in there. Yeah, when, when you texted us about that last night, I was like, really, you excited <laughs> for Morbius? But but as and as Bryce said, like we've been mounting up for. For the better part of, of two years now for morbius um yeah i think i'm i'm bearish but i'll go see it it looks like it'll be maybe a fun time one thing yeah. that i have
1: to say that's so interesting is like all these people like you know some of the actors we talk about a lot on this show like uh, timothy chalamet you know zendaya tom holland they're they are all our same age right like oh. they're all 25 right and i you the viewers cannot see us but I can just say that at least two of us look a hell of a lot older than Tom Holland and Zedaya do. So like that that's just like a you're weird.
0: Referring, you're referring to me and Cole, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is a baby face. He looks. He <laughs> looks like a, a ripe
1: eighteen-year-old. <laughs> like I feel like I'm watching people like these are children. But like, yeah. You know, they're like when sure. when we
2: eventually uh, when we eventually record a video version of the podcast, <laughs> we'll you'll be we'll be revealed and like oh my god these
1: middle-aged men. <laughs> You know, you know like the close-ups they do in SpongeBob like, they... <laughs> <laughs> like Exactly going to be that like oh man <laughs> um but
0: but yeah so the
2: <laughs> I I'm very curious to see what happens with the
0: the, the remaining films. They're they're just... definitely going like back to like Spider-Man. I think they're going to go back to the roots as like a street level mm-hmm. you know enforcer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um but and then the, the mid-credits scene uh Hang on, before
0: film? we get to like the very end i just want to oh, okay bring back pull us back a little bit to like the final fight between tom holland and um william defoe's green goblin um mm-hmm. where like tom holland just like goes balls to the walls like intensity right like mm-hmm. those punches again you know we referenced like the wwe fight before but like <laughs> this felt like it again like he punches the yeah. shield and like leaves a massive dent in it or like if that would have connected like with Willem Dafoe, like his yeah. skull would have like cracked open or something. Um and then we get this, you know, great, great moment between um Toby and Tom Holland when he all hug. he swoops in and like grabs <laughs> the glider, right, with yeah. the extruded knife that he's about to stab um Norman Osborne with. And there's like I don't think Tom Holland, I don't think Toby McGuire even says anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like the acting just comes off based on like, their facial expression. He just like stares Tom Holland down in the eyes and it's like, don't do this. Yeah.
2: And, um, and then Toby is impaled by the glider and he just kind of shakes it off. Like, yeah. It happens. I he was like, like, they're says, about like, to I've kill been...
0: Toby on us. Like that is not fair. <laughs> yeah, I know. I... <laughs> and, and then, and then he's like, don't worry. I've been stabbed before. Yeah. I and think, I think it's in Spider-Man up. three. I think um, James Franco this little stabby stab and, and gets, oh, gets okay. him in that one. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I was nervous that Toby was going to die on screen, which I think would have been May I don't know. I think that could have worked. That would have been like, it, pretty yeah. brutal. it would
0: have worked, but it would have been so brutal, especially with, um, you yeah. know, Aunt yeah. may dying earlier. And then and you we know, need Tom to Holland, believe like, that Toby is giving still out up there. everything. Yeah. He's still out there swinging through. He, he needs his happy, his yeah. happy ending. Yeah. And I think yeah. we learned that him and MJ, Kristen Dunst aren't, were they? I don't think they're they were married, but like he said, they were like the work still. Yeah. yeah,
2: something like that. Con- continuing on the the like future discussion, the mid credit scene when I was pretty surprised when Tom Hardy shows yeah, up. <laughs> and he's like he's like incomprehensible, like he's yeah. like mumbling and he's like
0: wearing a hat that says Mexico. <laughs> like, I was he's just it was like he's it just was pounding wild. back margaritas. Yeah, that and, and that bartender scene. is from um the ted lasso he's he's in that his name is danny rojas at least in, in ted lasso but but i love that guy from that show so mm-hmm. if he's the new venom in, the, <laughs> in the yeah MCU, i you was... that would be kind of cool I don't, wait I don't are they think... really gonna
1: have a mcu venom versus a tom hardy venom is that oh, what's no, gonna oh, happen I, I I, I, like okay just to synopsize the rest of it so okay tom hardy gets multiversed back into his part of the multiverse which is the the one with woody harrelson yes uh, <laughs> and, and riz ahmed
3: yeah and the uh, movies i even haven't seen yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: but but i don't know what the legal standing of that is that like is that like that's like the sony only portion of the spider man yeah it's like i the mean spider- so sony sony
0: still owns all of the spider-man rights yeah just like but have a like like deal with the part Disney they don't
2: share to like produce Disney. them yeah. yeah. Yes. There's I think it's called like this the SSU. It's the spy, Sony Spider-Man Universe that doesn't have I, Spider-Man I, in so it. So I'm pretty sure yes. like uh, all the money
0: from this movie goes to Sony. Yeah, I think Marvel gets 5% of They just of like these. they just like make them because they want yeah. to and like all right. the money goes to Sony. That's a pretty right. sweet
1: deal if you if Yeah. Ask me. So there's a but there's like a little um little piece of Venom juice yeah. left here in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, Which that, I that, thought it that... was going to be a portal to bring Tom Hardy back somehow, but you guys oh. are saying that it's not going to happen. The, the, I the
0: think movie... it's going to create a new Venom in this universe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a
0: mess. The
2: movie <laughs> with 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 Tom Hardy as Venom fighting Tom Holland as spider-man would be insane that would be like the most bizarre thing and i would love to see it but i don't <laughs> yeah. think it's gonna happen like we have to
1: keep tom hardy where he belongs uh, yeah
0: <laughs> like section quarantine because that man I mean, is the still- whole time i was expecting a sixth villain to show up because like the whole spider-man thing is like the sinister, the sinister six right yeah and like oh, yeah tom hardy's there i haven't seen his movie so like i think he's more of like a oh. anti-hero than like sort of villain but like, they, they,
2: they have to bring back topher grace that's what they have to do.
0: <laughs> Imagine if Topher Grace was like sitting at the bar next, next to him. To Tom oh man, that would be
2: wild. Um but yeah, so that mid credit scene was strange. The other thing is like the fact that he was brought into the Tom Holland Spider-verse when he has no knowledge of Spider-Man whatsoever. Um right. I I think I was reading online that there's something about how the Venom symbiote has like cross-dimensional knowledge. Yeah, I think Some...
0: there's something venom spoilers but there's something at the end of venom 2 mm. that like ties it in um yeah i haven't seen it so i don't know i don't and, know and exactly s- what until i watch it but
2: it's also weird because like michael keaton as the uh because in the first tom holland spider-man he's um the falcon right that, that's the plot. yeah, and, yeah. And, and and like but he's in the song he's in morbius, in falcon, he's in morbius.
0: that's anthony mackie uh vulture he- <laughs> oh
2: vulture you're right yes but, yeah, so Tom, so Michael Keaton is, like, in the universe with Morbius, which is the same universe as Tom Hardy. But then Tom Hardy is, like, in this as a cross. It's really strange. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make sense.
1: They're, they're going to have to have Doctor Strange just fucking yeah. flip, bring it all together. Yeah. So it makes sense.
2: It's it's pretty bizarre. But, like, it's it's still fun, right? Like, I'm... Uh, I, I honestly seeing Tom Hardy on the screen here. Yes. I, I kind of I know I didn't see Venom two. And how wait, kind of... wait,
1: wait how did we not mention that? that yeah, yeah we, Cox I, had to, yes, I had to I was going to bring in, this in up here as Daredevil. Kind of
3: over it. Oh
0: yeah,
1: there's that like was, a brief a like
0: one minute scene <laughs> that was <laughs> that, a that, big reveal. That, yeah. that's that was like the loudest cheer from me <laughs> when yeah. I was in the theater watching this. It, especially because there was that
2: article just recently that said like oh Charlie Cox may return as Daredevil in this.
0: It future. was it was an interview and they were like if daredevil comes back like will he be played by charlie cox
1: i mean he has to be and they're like yeah. yes he will we aren't gonna There's tell you no when but, like he will
3: <laughs> yeah
2: and that so that was great in his line where he catches the brick like that's coming through the window and he says spider-man's like how did you do that and he says i'm a really good lawyer it's great <laughs> yeah. um,
0: oh man i i loved even though it was just like literally a one minute scene
1: they gotta do a movie with him and tom holland taking on wilson Fisk. oh man,
0: the dark gritty spider yeah okay not not okay more marvel we're just talking general marvel here i think we're kind of done with spider-man but well i have something Um,
1: i have i had like a funny i had a point i wanted to make about this whole the the movie overall but we can do that in the final yeah just
0: just real quick um hawkeye spoilers okay (laughs) but wilson fisk is also back
1: oh oh the end
0: of episode five um Like they show him and like his name is in the credits. Vincent D'Onofrio is Wilson Fisk is back over there. So I have to imagine eventually, you know, street level Spider-Man, street level Daredevil teaming up against Fisk. What else could you want?
2: s tier villain, Wilson (laughs) Fisk. (laughs) Um,
0: So they're they're pulling back Daredevil here. They're pulling back Fisk there. Oh man. They have to.
2: They have to. It's going to be awesome. if they, they have like a neo-noir detec- detective thriller that's like Spider-Man and and Daredevil chopping it up in Hell's Kitchen. Oh. Can we so, get John? Okay, we're getting,
1: back too? That they would they be awesome as well. But the, the here's, first here's, here's my theory.
0: Here's my Marvel theory corner. Um so everybody forgot who Peter Parker is, right? Yeah. But Spider-Man still exists. Yep. Okay. And like um, um Daredevil is blind, right? He can't see people. Yeah. he can like feel their heartbeats and like know who is who mm-hmm. so he will recognize the Peter Parker and Spider-Man heartbeat to be the same mm-hmm. ah. and put it together that you are you, you're you this guy and then, then they're going to team up that's my theory say, do you need oh, a lawyer yeah yeah <laughs> And then, it, and then
2: it's, it's a, a rousing legal thriller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Courtroom drama. Get, get ready to see Matt
0: Murdock also in the Disney Plus series. Yeah.
2: And
1: no, they got to bring back, oh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, what She-Hulk's
0: also a lawyer. So Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: what's his sidekick's name? Is it Fo- Foggy? Foggy Garrett. Foggy. Foggy. Foggy, yeah. Oh, man. I want to see Foggy on the big screen. <laughs> All right. See you guys. I'm out. I'm going to go rewatch Daredevil on
0: Netflix. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I guess, I think we're maybe good to start wrapping it up. Chris, you said you had a greater comment or,
1: well, yeah, I mind. just think it's, I just think it's kind of amazing that like this whole idea of, um, reboot, this like reboot culture has gone so deep now then they can make a movie where it's like, oh, my God, they're going to bring all the iterations of reboots we've done together <laughs> in one movie. If you think about it, like, every movie franchise could do that, right? Like, uh-huh. they could do a Terminator thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Christian Bale, like, hanging out oh, together. Like, that's true. I want to see the know. James
0: Bond uh, multiverse. Where yeah, they, they could do all James Bond. Bond. The, the Bond Avengers.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, th- this idea of, like, okay, we're just going to take all of, like, the iterations done on this IP and just like smashed them together because we've done that many reboots (laughs) of it and like everyone was gonna lose their minds. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's like a kind of like a like a trick that like, you know, because they've been rebooting so much stuff, like, you -hmm. know, I I hope it doesn't it it was look, it was great in this movie. Like this this is like perfect for it, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's a great trick, you know, and like you it it obviously is like a thing that's you know 20 years in the making. I hope it does not become a trend. yeah so i was reading this new york times interview between um kevin
0: feige and amy pascal who are the marvel and sony producers and they were like um yeah you can't do this every movie (laughs) and they were like don't expect to see this you know time and time again but they were like for this story for this one, it worked, um, but they're like the next ones aren't going to be this kind of well.
1: That's why large
0: scale thing where everybody kind of keeps coming. That's in. why
1: I was I was saying like I feel like it's kind of like the end game for like the whole mo- the comic book movie sort of fan culture. It's like this is the as far as like if you think about how you could do a retrospective on the last twenty years of comic book superhero movies, this is the single best thing you could do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because like
0: I, Endgame, you know, brought all the Marvel universe together, but this went back yeah. even further. This is
1: the biggest, baddest thing you could do that mm-hmm. takes that encompasses the entire history of like this genre on the big screen. You know, and they
0: even they even bring in Netflix. Dare yes, <laughs> like
1: this is like the biggest card you could possibly pull. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like I, I can't imagine as far as like this Marvel cinema, Like they can't ever top this. You know what I mean that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying at the beginning of the episode. This is like the pinnacle of Marvel film faking film filmmaking and Marvel fan service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is the biggest thing they could have ever done, you know? Yeah. And they did a great job of doing it, but it's also like they pulled that card. So, like, what's left? You know what I mean? There's still <laughs> the, She-Hulk. The Daredevil I'm, Spider-Man team up. The Daredevil Spider-Man yeah. team up. I'm it's very a bullish on She-Hulk but it is a downward spiral from here. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh,
0: enjoy man. enjoy chris's one good review of a marvel film yeah <laughs> what lasts. next time it, it'll be you know back to yes. like two stars one and a half oh. stars what have you yes
1: yeah.
2: um but i think i think we can maybe wrap it up do you guys want to get into our, our ratings yeah, the ratings <laughs> yeah let's do it bryce um, do you want
0: to kick us off yeah i'll go for it so obviously i love this movie um you know we've we've dived into all the details i thought that fan service was top notch but it also still told a really like emotional gripping dramatic story and um we didn't mention this much in the podcast but i thought like Tom Holland's acting in itself was like fantastic um
3: mm-hmm.
0: he got a great range you know from like little kid to like you know murderous enraged, murderous adult <laughs> yeah. um, and you know all the supporting cast does a great job as well um willem Defoe obviously as well as i thought Andrew Garfield um was a highlight surprisingly yeah um, and then seeing Toby back was was also incredible. Um, I do think like some of the stuff in the beginning, like with Doctor Strange, he was a little strange mm-hmm. to me. Um, some of his motivation there just didn't make sense. I think the point Cole brought up was good in terms of like you know he sees him as like this full-grown adult hero when he really isn't. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Well, Doctor and Strange is gonna pay for his mistakes in the in the multiverse the of madness. the next
0: one, yes. <laughs> um, I also thought it was weird how the post credit scene was like just a trailer yeah. for the
1: trailer. Yeah. next Movie. I,
0: well, I like. I'd rather have like little Easter egg or something than like here's the trailer. Um, yeah.
2: Right. Can, I want to make one point about the multiverse of madness. So th- th- I think there's a there's a common mistake that is made in the Marvel films where like the villain is just kind of a palette swap of the hero, and it looks from the from the multiverse of madness trailer that. Um, there's just another Doctor Strange. Yeah, evil. so I
0: wanted to talk about that for a sec. That okay. Doctor Strange comes from the Marvel's What If animated show. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, uh, okay.
2: Yeah, that's
1: what I remember I was saying about the downward spiral. Is, yes. So, like,
0: <laughs> while, while I was watching the Spider-Man movie, I thought, like, Doctor Strange was doing, like, some weird shit. So, like, mm. I thought for a second that, like, he had been swapped out with the evil one already. Oh, and like that's what was going on here they didn't they didn't do that like in the Uh, beginning like dr strange is like in his sweats and stuff right mm -hmm. and then eventually he's in full costume later so i thought like did a swap and like there's a shot where it's like a very like dark angle of dr strange and like very shadowy mm -hmm. so i thought they were hinting at that it it didn't end up being that um but then they show him in the the trailer for the next yeah. one. The,
2: the, the One other thing I'll say is like, so they have this palette swap. And I think another common trope is like, if there's a, a bad version of a good character, they have a goatee, but Doctor <laughs> strange. Like already, already has, has a, one.
0: a goatee. So they can't do that. I just thought that was, yeah. I, I will say the one, what you only have to watch with the one, what episode it's kind of like, they're all their own thing. <laughs> um, but the one episode that introduces this new doctor strange is actually like the best episode of that series they made. Um, oh, wow you can watch it in like 20 minutes, something like that. It's, I I like that one episode a lot. Um, Okay. So obviously I I do agree with Chris where like, you know, it gets quite difficult. You got to watch all the movies. You got to watch the animated Disney plus shows. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, continual
1: fan service they're gonna they're gonna keep doing
0: that um
1: well the thing is eventually you know being able to reference something from 20 years ago is different than being than referencing something from like a week ago yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry bryce we totally Anyway, your back rating
0: to, back to my scoring so i was saying like you know i thought it was fantastic i thought some of this some of that character motivation for like some of the side people kind of got got lost along the way um some of the villains as well like um mm-hmm. Lizard you know, like why why like lizard like why is Sandman <laughs> like he just wants to go home like why is he like fighting the Spider-Man at the end like some of that stuff gets kind of lost in the weeds um, but overall you know we've we've praised this movie and talked about how much <laughs> we've enjoyed it for the last hour or so here so I'm going to give it um four and a half stars.
2: All right. All um... right chris do you want to take nah, it
0: you, you you go cole okay last. so I, I i share a lot
2: of bryce's points like i think we've talked before and our, our kind of the episode where we lay out our essential viewing
0: rubric how we can
3: we can
2: kind of objectively rate a star or a film four out of four stars um yeah. I, mean, I this is the movie... best time
0: i had in the theater since avengers endgame so
2: i can't yeah. go too low <laughs> this this movie is is super fun like if you there's there's definitely like some suspension of disbelief as like much as you I think if you're going to see wizards and, and like different in the multiverse and stuff, you have to have a lot of suspension of disbelief. But like in terms of like how the different characters show up and like the plot holes that are introduced, um, like especially in terms of Jamie Foxx's Electro, where like he acknowledges that he didn't know who Spider-Man was, especially in his final kind of discussion with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, um, that which is a fun scene between them. Um, like there are little elements that that like don't click or like aren't executed like super well, but overall the performances, especially from Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina reprising their roles as their oh, yeah. like respective villains are like fantastic. Um, Seeing Tobey Maguire on the big screen again as Spider-Man was like a great time. And I, I think I'm actually going to rewatch the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man from 2002, just because I want to see more of Tobey. Um, Watch Spider-Man two while you're at it. Cause that's the yeah, best one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Um, I, I just I, it was a great time it doesn't you know it's not like a perfect film by any regard but it's just such a fun time in the theater and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it again uh this coming week so I think I I will also have to I'll have to give this film a four out of five stars although it's not an objectively like 100 like perfectly executed movie it's just such a good time that it, it brings it up to four for me
1: yeah um you know, All right, Chris, bring us home. You know, I'm I'm surprised, honestly. I thought I thought that I thought that something unthinkable was going to happen. Oh um, no. But do I need home. to change my score here? <laughs> um But you know, like I said, I think uh you know the the idea, the concept of the Disney Marvel movies, you know, they, they serve a very specific purpose. And I, I have not been the biggest fan of of what they've been doing mainly because I think that they, they I've always thought, like they, these movies could be more fun than they are. These movies could be bigger than they are. They could feel, you know, and I feel like, but this one really jumped out of the screen. You know, it felt, it felt big. It felt epic. Like it, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, You know, I, I think that like Tom Holland's performance as Spider-Man, like, you know, obviously I, you know, I think Tobey Maguire, is the greatest spider-man of all time um that's that's the, that that you know but i think tom holland has done a great job in the role and you know like i said they pulled out the biggest stop they could have pulled out as far as like you know this this sort of it's it's always been amusing to me that like this self-referential thing that marvel does is like so amazing to people like they will have yeah. a reference to one movie in another movie and people will like lose their minds i've always found that <laughs> kind of i don't really understand it to be honest yeah like, why is that such a big deal but in this case like okay you're going back to the og like you're going all the way back you know to the source to toby Maguire. that's huge really, i really get-
0: those movies kind of kicked off like Yes, the whole superhero world we live in today, and they're mm-hmm.
1: classics. Like those movies are embedded in everyone's minds, You know what I'm saying? So, like that making that kind of self-reference, I can get behind, right? and And when Toby <laughs> came on screen, i was I was like, oh! like <laughs> And I've never done that. And I've never done that in a Marvel movie before. So they got me. Like they pulled me in to that marvel feeling, and I felt it for the first time. And let me tell wow. you, it feels good. All right <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris, you gotta you gotta bring us home here. So you know oh, no. with all with all that said, you know, I think it, it's Christmas, you know, and oh. I am feeling the the holiday spirit. So I think I'm gonna give this movie four and a half stars. Oh, oh my God, the essential view in calculus comes through. <laughs> we did it four
2: and a
0: half stars
2: <laughs> spider-man no way home is a man officially...
0: <laughs> no way home 13 out of 15 stars officially essential viewing officially <laughs> and i don't the disagree essential with viewing that seal of approval the wow. seal of approval wow. we did we're it. it we're giving away those seals of approval like candy now <laughs> wow i i did not see this happening coming in today i thought Chris was going to be like, ah, this is just Endgame Part 2. I I thought Chris was going (laughs) to Willem Defoe us through the floor.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's going to bust up that German suplex. Yeah, we we
1: really are in the multiverse of madness now. (laughs) (laughs) A world where a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie can get the Essential Gang Seal of Approval. (laughs) We need a seal. This will be the
0: the first and only time this ever happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's deserving of it. I, I don't. I don't disagree. Um, but I guess uh, what? So, so Bryce, what are we? Uh, what are we watching next week?
0: Yeah. So we actually got a request from a fan who left us a voice message. Um, so be sure to leave messages. You know, with what you think of the movies we're watching, or any recommendations for us. But um, let's roll the clip right here.
2: In the spirit of the season, I'm wondering if you can review the classic 1988 holiday film, Die Hard.
0: All right, and um, special <laughs> listener Tyler Zappa, we're gonna be um, doing your request for you. We're gonna be giving a bit of an essential viewing Christmas gift to the fans here, and we're gonna be visiting the um, the action Christmas classic, uh, Die Hard.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. This is one yeah. that
0: I don't think Chris and I have seen. Or I've never I've seen, seen, seen it. Like may have seen like bits oh, and pieces. It's, it's a favorite of Cole's. You um, guys are in for a treat. So so we'll we'll be bringing you Die Hard. What is that? Uh, a week from week from Wednesday a couple of days after Christmas is a nice late um Christmas gift for all you us central viewing fans out there. Um <laughs>
2: I'm excited for this. I'm kind of surprised actually you guys haven't seen this before. It is like I feel like in the last 5 or 10 years it's kind of had a resurgence as like a Christmas movie only because it's a it's like an action movie that's set on the Christmas holiday. Um but it's a great movie overall. Uh specifically um alan rickman's villain as a uh, hans gruber is like iconic um i think yeah i said that right correct <laughs> i think so okay yeah, i think so um yeah so that i get be get hyped get excited for die hard thank you tyler for making this suggestion i'm excited to re-watch this this excellent action film and um Stick around for that next week. And we've got a busy holiday schedule coming up. So stick and stay tuned for the following weeks for more uh, essential viewing uh, holiday content.
0: Yeah. So, so thanks for being with us this, this season. I hope everybody has a great Christmas or great holiday season out there. That's listening. And, um, you heard it here first. Spider-Man No Way Home is a central viewing. So, you know, <laughs> gather the family and Christmas, Christmas Eve, whenever you need to head down to the theater and,
2: and give it a watch. And then sit around the camp or the, the, the you know, fireplace
0: and listen to this episode of Essential Viewing after, <laughs> yes, after of course. No Way Home. Okay. Well, anyways, thanks a lot for listening. I've been Bryce Kramer. I'm Christian Quelas And I'm Cole Beelan. And we'll see you next time.